Hey friends, and welcome to the Paparazzi Stars Podcast. Here, we chat about all things paparazzi. Tips, tricks, suggestions, and weekly challenges. All to help you grow and explode your paparazzi accessories business to rockstar success. What's up, rockstars? Welcome back to another episode of the Paparazzi Stars Podcast. My name is Anya, and I am your show host, Today we are going to be talking about how to do a Facebook party. Is life too busy to get you out of the house for a home party? Or maybe you just want to be able to expand your business and customer base? Let's get this Facebook party started. Before we jump into that, you can listen now to the podcast if you're, well, you're listening already, but if you want to share it with a friend or if you need to download the show notes for this, you just want to refer back to it or grab the cute little image we're going to talk about in just one second, head on over to paparockstars.com slash Facebook dash party. And that will give you everything that we're talking about today. The show image, you are going to want to grab that because it is so cute. All the show notes, any resources that we mentioned, you can talk about the call challenge at the end of the call. Let us know how it's going or listen to other episodes. We've got a lot of training on there for you. So just go check it out. There's a ton of things that you want to find, I'm sure. Um, There's also images for Facebook parties. We're talking about Facebook parties today. I'm going to bring this up probably a couple more times. I scour the internet. I make images for you. And I have them all archived right there on the Papa Rockstars website just for you. And they're broken down by party games, holidays, timeline graphics, all kinds of different categories that you can choose from. And you can, you're welcome to take those and use them for your Facebook parties on your Facebook, however you want to, but they're all waiting right there for you. With that, let's talk about this call image that I've been teasing you about a little bit. I was really excited when I created this graphic for you because it's just, it's fun. What it says is I party on Facebook and then the Facebook logo is pink, paparazzi pink with the paparazzi logo right there. And then it says, invite some friends, let's party. It's lots of fun and you get free jewelry. Again, simply adorable. I am in love with this graphic. So head on over paparockstars.com slash Facebook dash party to come right to this episode and this show image and everything that we're talking about. But you're going to want to grab that one. Post it on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, so that people know that you party on Facebook. We want to get that word out there. Okay, are you ready for the training today? Facebook parties are a great way to party from the comfort of your own home. Guests love being able to come and go as they need to and not have to worry about dressing up or finding a babysitter. Hosts love that they don't really even have to clean their house or make refreshments. And best of all, I love that I get to meet new people and have a lot of fun without even having to leave the house. While there's a lot of different ways to do an online party, there's back office parties, posting pictures from the back office to your Facebook event, and posting pictures from your personal inventory are three of the most common ways. Today, I'm going to be sharing how to do a Facebook party with pictures and products from your personal inventory. Now, I have the inventory separate from my show inventory. I used to have it all together, but then whenever I would do a show or a home party, I'd have to come back and make sure I still had different pieces, had pictures for those pieces, and then post them. And it just took so long to make sure all of that. So a couple 
couple months back, I decided to separate it. I took a couple pieces, started posting those, and then as I would sell them on online parties, I built up that online party inventory as well. So I have my online party inventory and then my show slash party inventory completely separate. And sometimes if I need to, if I'm having a fight with customers and I need to go grab something out of my show inventory, I can, but at least that way it's separate and it saves me a lot of time and energy. So the first thing that you want to do is create the event. Go to Facebook, make the event, then people can start to see that it's coming and what's going on. I always do this through my business fan page on Facebook and I also always make that party public. I add the date, the time, and the description so that the guests know exactly what will be going on. My descriptions are usually something like this. Now again, this is on the show notes page so you can go and copy and paste it, tweak it to match what you want it to say, but it's all typed up there for you. Here's what it says. Are you ready to partay? Come join the fun as we play games, enjoy friends, and feature amazing $5 jewelry with a happy face. Come play live, and I have live capitalized, for chances to win free jewelry and the best selection of jewelry. There's only one of each item, and to buy, just comment sold under the picture of the item you want. Remember, a like does not buy it. Shipping is $3.50 for the first item and $0.25 for each additional item. The party will be open for 24 hours. The first 90 minutes will be live, and I have live in air quotes, where we will be playing games and having fun. After the party closes, I will send you the pictures of your items through Facebook messaging and then invoice you through your email. Please pay invoices ASAP. Oh, and just FYI, everything is 100% nickel and lead-free, and all items are only $5. So it's not super short and sweet, but I think it covers all the the things that they need to know about the party. Be sure and adjust shipping costs to what you want to use and also the time frame of the party. I do all of my parties for 24 hours because I did for about a year. I tried different time frames. I left them open for two days, three days, a week, and I've never had any sales past that 24-hour window. That's usually what I stick to. Since parties are only 24 hours as well, I can usually book back-to-back parties and do several in the same week if I need to. So that really helps me out a lot. So 24 hours is what I do. Next, I'll add a cute event image, and this helps the event to look a little more professional than leaving one out. Plus, it's prime real estate for talking about hosting a party, joining your team, or our amazing $5 jewelry. Sometimes I'll even change up that image a couple times because when you do, it sends a notification out to all the guests and shows them the picture. Again, I have a huge category of that over at paparockstars.com so that you can have different images to choose from. Some are more seasonally based, some are just product pictures, some are the host a party, join my team. So be sure and check those out. And the link to that is in the show notes. Finally, I'll invite the hostess to the event and then add the hostess as a co-host to the event. If you don't add her as a host or a co-host to the event, then when she posts in the party, Facebook doesn't send a notification to everybody. They're like, oh, somebody posted in there. Cool. Which is cool. But if she wants to post something in there for her friends, then it will send all a notification out to everybody when she posts as well if she's a co-host. So I like to add her as a co-host to the event. It also makes it easier for her to add people to the event as well. One note here, Facebook will only let you add her as a co-host if you're friends on Facebook with through your personal profile. So I'll always friend request my hostesses as well, just so that I can be sure and add her as a co-host on the event. The next step is to have your host invite the guest to the event. She can use the Facebook invite feature to do this, but I found that having the hostess personally message the guest and also posting in information, pictures, different things on her personal timeline to remind the guests in the days leading up to the party that it's 
it's going to get more people to the party instead of them just seeing another random event come through their events or sometimes not even see it it's going to increase that awareness and get that excitement building so that's something that I like to do to kind of increase that personal touch the next thing that I like to do for my online parties is posting images before the party. So after the guests are invited to the party, it's important to remind them about it and get them excited to come to the party. Kind of um, let them know who you are, shows them your personality a little bit too. So the best way to do this is to post in the actual event. I post anything from funny graphics, games, inspiration, memes, images, inviting them to join the team and host their own party, and also just kind of informational things. I like to post one to two times a day until two days before the party. So if the hostess books like two weeks out, I'll post once every day until two days before the party. And then two days before, I'm going to post two to four times that day. And then the day before the party, I'm going to post three to four times that day. Just kind of increasing the number of times that I'm posting so that they're more likely to see it. Because you never know who checks Facebook at dinner time and who checks it before they go to work or at lunchtime. So it just kind of spreads that out a little bit. Um, and, and it kind of lets them know like, oh, hey, this live portion is coming. I'm going to be a little bit more aware of this. Kind of gets that reminder. Be sure and spread them out throughout the day because you don't want like boom, 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 four posts in their timeline. That kind of gets annoying. So spread it out. And then the day of the party, I like to do three to four times throughout the day. And then one hour before the party starts, I'll post something then 30 minutes before, 15 minutes before, and then as the party is starting. So again, kind of increasing how often and the, how close together they are, kind of uh, building up to that, that party where I'm going to be posting a lot really quick. So when it is party time, you want to have a good mix of games, information, and products. If people are having fun, they are more likely to shop and they're also more likely to want to host their own parties. I like to host a party game right at the start of the party and then more games about every 10 to 15 minutes for the 90 minutes that the party is live. So right when the party starts, I'll post like a welcome to the party and then I'll say something like game time. If you're here, say hi and add what your favorite candy bar is or how you know the hostess or say one thing nice about the hostess. Just different things to get them to start talking and start commenting. It's also fun to see who's there right as the party's starting or even who's been stalking the party before it even starts because some people do that. So that's the first game that I like to do. And then just a variety of games. Some of them can be holiday related. Some of them can just be crazy or fun. I usually like to do a selfie game so you can see the faces of the people that are on there, not just their formal Facebook picture profiles, but kind of get a crazy uh, selfie going on. Again, the point is to have it be fun because when they're fun, they want to do it again. <laughs> I will also post information about them hosting their own party and about joining the team throughout the party. And I like to spread these out and I like to do about two of each of those. So maybe like 10 minutes, 15 minutes after the party starts, I'll stick one of those in. And then again, you know, 40 minutes later or something like that. So spread it out, see what works for you. The actual images of jewelry, I start posting that, those about one a minute, sometimes faster, sometimes a little slower, depending on Facebook. The trick to posting in Facebook parties without getting put into Facebook jail is to make sure to type unique descriptions with each picture or group of pictures that you're posting. Now, the thought of Facebook gel is kind of scary to some people. It scares me, but just be sure you're posting something new and unique. Posting something like $5 jewelry or $5 in every description is going to get you flagged super quick. Or even like, 
necklaces, $5. Just try and post like the names of the jewelry or a general description or even your thoughts on it. Like sometimes I'll put beautiful black bracelet. Doesn't this just make your jaw drop? And that's something unique. That's not something you're going to post with everyone or personal favorite best seller. I have this necklace in purple, black, gray, you know, whatever. Um, some of the blockbuster items you, you can do that with because they have the, the multiple colors with the same style. So just be sure that it's unique and that you're not posting too quickly, especially if you're using a scheduling program like SenseShare. You don't want to schedule 40 posts in the first minute that the party is live. Facebook will be like, whoa, slow down. So then at the end of the live portion of the party, I will thank the guests who have come out live and remind them that they can shop for 24 hours. I'm also going to post an image with a checkout instructions, usually a shopping cart, just because everybody kind of recognizes that. And so I'll say something like, um, thank you so much for coming to the party. I have had a blast. And then I'll say something like, when you're done shopping, leave your email address below and I will send you your pictures and your invoice shortly. Because some people, by the time that the live portion is done, they are done shopping. Other people, they need that 24 hours so that they can kind of think about it or maybe find a little extra money to spend, <laughs> whatever they need to do. Sometimes I will take a couple of minutes right there at the end of the, the live portion of the party and send the messages out to people. Sometimes I wait until the party is closed um, after that 24 hours. It just kind of depends on my life and how things are going at my house at that moment. So after the party, the morning after the party, I'm going to do the party drawing. This kind of gives everybody a chance to get their last drawing entries in, any shopping that they've done. It also brings them back to the party. So I could do it right as the live portion was ending, but I want them to come back to the party the next day and see maybe what other people are buying, maybe buy the pair of earrings that they were kind of on the fence about. So that's why I do the drawing the morning after the party. It gets them to come back and see who the party winner was. I give each guest a drawing for being at the party live, more drawing slips for participation in the games if they played, three drawing entries if they booked a party, and 10 drawing entries if they joined my team. I put all of those into a hat and draw the winner out. Some of the games, if it's like a... Um, there's one that's ugly jewelry contest. The person who posted the, the ugliest piece of jewelry, I'll give them like three drawing entries for winning that game because it gives them more chances to win in the actual drawing, but then I'm not giving a piece of jewelry away just for that game. So anyways, putting all of those drawing slips into a hat and then I'm going to draw the name out of the hat for the winner. Sometimes I video it because it's fun just to see the video of the me pulling the name out and then they can't accuse me of cheating and choosing one of my friends. <laughs> I'll post the name of that winner and tag them in that post and then I'll also send them a personal message. If the party total is over about $50 then I'm going to give a free piece of adult jewelry of their choice and if the party was under $50 I usually just give them a piece or two of Starlet Shimmer just because I don't want to get into my profits too much. Some excellent parties, if it sells like over $200, sometimes I'll do two drawings just for fun. It just kind of depends on you and what you want to do with your business and with your parties. But remember to keep that fun factor up there. You want them to like coming. Finally, I like to send each guest a Facebook message with the pictures. I kind of talked about this a minute ago. There's just something about that personal little message through Facebook with the pictures of the items they got. Sometimes I can upsell a matching 
bracelet or a pair of earrings by mentioning that I have something that will match what they already have. Maybe they didn't see it during the party. Maybe they had to step away. Maybe earrings just usually aren't their thing, but then they see this pair of earrings that I'm like, oh, these earrings totally match this necklace so good. Do you want them as well? And then they're like, oh my gosh, I love those. I also feel like sending them this personal message helps establish more of a personal relationships with the guests. Now, depending on their Facebook setting, sometimes those messages go to other. There's like an other folder in Facebook that sometimes that's where the messages go if you're not friends. Again, it totally depends on their settings. This is not something that you can control. So I'll just post in the party, sent everybody a message on Facebook. If you don't see it, check your other folder and then I'll include the link to the other folder. If you go to your Facebook and find your other folder, then the link is just the same. So then finally, I will email them a PayPal invoice. If they checked out with their email address, then it's really easy to just grab that and then email them their PayPal invoice. If they didn't, that's also where the Facebook message comes in really handy because you can say, hey, what's your email address? I'll send you your invoice. Some people just want a a reminder of what they bought before they give you their email address. Other people just don't want it on the event itself. So um, kind of a good tip right there. The invoices through PayPal, they're able to pay with a PayPal account or a credit or debit card of their choice. So they don't have to have a PayPal account. That's just who I use to process cards. I believe you can use Square for this as well. Totally depends on your personal preference. Then once the order is paid in full, I'll ship the items out. If guests are local to me, I'll let them know they can come and pick up their orders at my house. Finally, the last thing I like to do is to thank the hostess. After the party, I like to message her and thank her again for the awesome party. If she's already done her shopping, I'll let her know how many free items she got and we'll settle up. If she hasn't already shopped, this is the time where I say, hey, go grab what you want. Why didn't you do this before, you silly lady? You're supposed to have first choice. But then she knows how many that she can grab for free and and she can get her shopping done. And then I also like to include a thank you card with her order just as a special extra touch. You can never say thank you too many times to your hostesses. They are helping you build your business. They're helping you make money. And yeah, an online party probably doesn't take very much time from them. But if you were just like, whatevs, see you later and didn't say thank you or anything, they're going to be less likely to want to host again with you. So be very generous, be very gracious and and just tell them thank you because they really they really are helping you out there. That is it for the training today. The resources that I have for you today is that archive library of the images, memes and graphics that I told you about. I haven't really talked about it a whole lot, but I have hundreds of games and images and all kinds of fun things there on the website for you to use. So be sure and come check that out. The call challenge for today is to either book an online party for yourself or with the hostess. Follow the steps above and make your party awesome and super fun. And then let us know how it goes. I love to hear about it. If you have any suggestions to make things better, let us know in the comment section. Maybe we'll do a future training and include your tips in that as well. Be sure and let us know. Again, you can grab those call notes, the image where it says I can party on Facebook and anything else that we talked about today. If you need a refresher, if you weren't able to sit and do notes, it's all available over at paparockstars.com slash Facebook dash party. Hey, thanks for joining us and we will catch you again next time on the Papa Rock Stars podcast. Bye-bye.